mobile stroke units, otherwise known as MSUs, have recently been introduced in the care of patients suspected of having an acute stroke, leading to shortening in the time to thrombolytics. But how does the clinical effectiveness in terms of functional outcome and survival among patients treated in MSUs and or conventional care compare? I'm Carmen Lave Jenkins, Managing Editor of the International Journal of Stroke. We spoke to the very impressive Dr. Nina Fatima from the Department of Neurosurgery at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston in the US, who was corresponding author for the paper published in International Journal of Stroke, Mobile Stroke Unit versus Standard Medical Care in the Management of Patients with Acute Stroke, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. So my name is Dr. Nida Fatima and I'm a postdoc research fellow at Massachusetts General Hospital at Harvard Medical School in Boston. All right, great. Uh, lovely to meet you, Nida. So why did you compare the clinical effectiveness of functional outcome and survival among patients treated in MSU and or conventional care? So as far as this question is concerned, so as you know that mobile stroke unit is a novel way of treating patients suffering from acute stroke, especially those who are being uh, treated within golden hour, there have been numerous studies and several studies have been conducted that had conflicting results of functional outcome among patients who are suffering from stroke being treated in the mobile stroke unit versus those who are being treated in conventional medical care. Therefore, we carried out a study which is a level one evidence to determine what is the clinical safety in in, in, which is determined with the form of survival and mortality and clinical efficacy, which is determined through modified ranking score, which is the function outcome among patients being treated in conventional care versus those in mobile stroke unit. How did you conduct the review and your analysis? What did you look at? What were the major studies? So first of all, our hypothesis, that was that the patients who are being treated in mobile stroke unit had better clinical functional outcome and better survival as compared to those who are being treated in standard, which is the conventional medical care. So to answer to this question and hypothesis, so we carried out a systematic review and meta-analysis that was being conducted using electronic database search. Uh, we were able to pull out around 22,000 patients from 11 studies that included seven randomized controlled trials and four non-randomized controlled trials, which included prospective prospective cohort study. After that, uh, we collected data which was pertaining to demographic, what was the time to thrombolysis, and what was the clinical outcome. And the clinical outcome, we divided and dichotomized into modified, based on the modified ranking score, into good and bad clinical outcome. In addition to that, we collected data related to mortality and and adverse other adverse event and even those and even data that was associated with stroke related neurological deficit among patients who were being treated in mobile stroke unit and and those treated in conventional medical care firstly how are we identifying conventional care i think it's important to kind of establish what that looks like um and what does msu care look like what were your parameters for that sure so as far as the conventional medical care was concerned uh, so it refers to in-hospital thrombolysis. So the stroke patients uh, that were taken to emergency medical services, either it would be a comprehensive stroke center or it was any emergency department. 
and they were given thrombolysis within the hospital after they have their radiological reporting. If we compare it to those patients who were, who were being treated in mobile stroke unit, which is MSU, so this refers to patients who were having pre-hospital thrombolysis. So MSU, which is mobile stroke unit, is a specialized ambulance that is equipped with CT scanner. And there is a point of care lab in it as well. Along with that, we have paramedic and radio, radiology technician. And there is a physician as well, which, which has a degree or specialization, both in neurology and emergency medicine. So whenever the emergency medical services are receiving a call that shows, okay, it could be stroke. So we usually send this mobile stroke unit to those areas. And depending upon the disabling symptom, if it comes under the heading of stroke, so immediately we perform CT scan within that stroke unit, within that mobile stroke unit. And there are some lab, lab works that we usually perform. And then that reporting is being seen by the teleradiologist. And he says, okay, this patient needs a thrombolysis immediately. So we do thrombolysis the site of where the patient was taken into mobile stroke unit. And... And this, this, is, this is how we manage the patients in the mobile stroke. It's actually a specialized form of ambulance that we usually send. It's kind of like a hospital which is being sent to the patient. Instead, the patient is being brought to the hospital. And if that's the case, if it's pretty much the same thing, why is it important to do a comparative study? Um, so, yeah, so when it comes to, uh, when it comes to comparison, so... So as we hypothesize that the mobile stroke unit patient, patients being treated in a mobile stroke unit had better outcome as compared to those treated in conventional medical care. So as far as our results turned out, so we found that like, like it was against what we were thinking. So we found that we did a pool analysis and we found that the patients were being treated in mobile stroke unit, although they had better clinical outcome compared to those treated in standard medical care, but there was no statistically significant difference in terms of mortality, stroke-related neurological deficit, and other adverse events that included intracerebral hemorrhage and seizures. So that's why it was really very important because there are several studies being going on right now, randomized control trial comparing conventional and standard medical care. And there are already a lot of studies that were being conducted, but this is actually a kind of hypothesizing study uh, which I conducted along with my mentors. So their name are Dr. Ashfaq and Dr. Mahar. And both of them are the leading uh, leading, uh, leading committee members at Presto. Presto is an organization that deals with mobile stroke units. So that's why it's a hypothesizing study that see, okay, so yes, it's that previously it was mentioned that, okay, it can have good clinical and mortality outcome as compared to the conventional medical care. But look, we did a big study getting a level one evidence, but we are finding something else. So it is, it's kind of like a hypothesizing study. So it's really important to do a comparative a comparison like this because um, um, in this way, we can better analyze all studies, everything that is going on in Germany, United States of America, or in any other part of the country, of the world. So, yeah. So what does that mean for time is brain? It's really important to know that, that we mentioned time is brain. So... Mobile stroke units serve that purpose of time to brain, time is brain, because for every minute 
that we lose after stroke, there are 2 billion neurons in the brain that are going to die. That's why just keeping that thing in mind, so we introduced something that we are actually working on with Mobile Stroke Unit, uh, just to make sure that Mobile Stroke Unit can, like the stroke service, the the, 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 the hospital itself is going to that particular patient which is living far long, like far away from the hospital and who cannot come to the hospital itself or it takes like ages. So yeah, so we are taking the hospital itself to that particular patient and minimizing the time to thrombolysis. In this way, the perfusion time to the brain, to the neurons, um, is getting adequate and patient is able to get to better clinical outcome. This is how we define time is brain. So, yeah, so instead of bringing that patient to the hospital, which will take like, you know, like maybe hours to days. So we are taking the hospital itself to that particular patient who is living in the suburb and he doesn't have any access to the hospital. So, yeah, so this is how we are saving many billion neurons. But if there's no, if there's very little difference of outcome at the end between conventional care and the MSU, what's the point of then investing money, time and energy into running the MSUs? Is it just to meet the time is brain criteria? Uh, yes. So perhaps the, that, that you mentioned, perhaps the most important factor in determining clinical outcome is is actually the reperfusion, is the time to break, which is the re time to reperfusion actually. So mobile stroke unit, so that right now that we conducted data, that we conducted a study that compared mobile stroke unit versus conventional medical care, and that suggested that there was significant improvement in clinical outcome. But the problem was with the mortality that there was no significant difference. So it could be because of the reason that the patients that, that were being recruited at the time of initial presentation in that particular studies, uh, they might have differences in their initial clinical presentation. Like suppose if a patient who was being treated in, in mobile stroke unit, he had um, a, a poor NIH SS score, while those that who was being treated in conventional care had a better NIH SS score, right? So, you know, if you look at the clinical, if you look at the mortality, so maybe the mortality will be the same among those two patients because their initial NIH SS score was the same. Therefore, I mentioned that this is kind of like a hypothesizing study because several, like we definitely need more studies in which patients are being, you know, this causes propensity match analyses in which patients at the time of initial recruitment has the same age, you know, matching age. NIH scoring and time to thrombolysis, and, like, and there will be difference in time to thrombolysis, but the initial demographics, age, comorbidities, NIH score, you know, all of them should match with each other, and then, you know, their clinical mortality and the other outcomes should be determined at one day, two day, or whatever, after after stroke. So, yeah, so it, there is a problem with, for, for, for now, the problem with the studies that happen is, is the initial clinical presentation, was not matching among the patient among among these two groups. So, yeah. So there is like there, there is a need that further studies should be performed in which you know the, the, the both groups should have should have should have like a match analysis in the initial presentation. Overall, what did you find the results for the MSU compared to conventional care were? So I know you've given us a bit of an overview. Can you give us some details? Of course. So so for our study. 
as we did a meta-analysis. So we got a total of around 22,000 patients from 11 studies that included seven randomized controlled trials and four non-randomized controlled trials. Uh, seven were being conducted in Germany and four were being conducted in the United States. Um, after that, we found that there was no, no significant difference in terms of age and NIHS score in our study after doing pool analysis, but we found that there was a significant difference in terms of time to treatment among patients treated in mobile stroke unit compared to those who were treated in conventional medical care. That said, it was the time to treatment was significantly shorter among patients who were, who were treated in mobile stroke unit compared to those in conventional medical care. Later on, we did a pool analysis. So we did a later on we did a pool analysis to determine the clinical outcome that was being conducted using modified ranking score, and we found that the clinical outcome determined through modified ranking scoring was significantly improved among patients being treated in mobile stroke unit compared to those treated in conventional medical care. Then we carried out subgroup analyses for mortality. Mortality. So we found that there was no significant difference in terms of mortality among two groups. Uh, as far as the stroke-related neurological deficit was concerned, we found that there was no significant difference, again, among the two groups. And the other adverse events that included intracerebral hemorrhage, seizures, we found that it was also statistically insignificant between these two groups. So in short, we found that patients who were treated in mobile stroke unit had better clinical outcome compared to those in conventional medical care, but there was no significant difference in terms of mortality, um, adverse events, and stroke-related neurological deficit. However, further prospective studies are still needed to validate our results, and we, we actually need more studies because the, as I mentioned earlier, that we need a propensity matching score in terms of initial clinical presentations among patients being treated in conventional medical care and, and those in mobile stroke unit to better evaluate our results. What do you think that that result will mean for hospital administrators who are considering investing in MSUs? I mean, I, we, we know that in the world at the moment, they're all sort of running as parts of trials. There's no real MSU units really running um, 24 hours a day and servicing communities. And so this data that you gather really has an influence on how hospital administrators prioritise funding. Uh, what do you think that will have an effect on? If we look at overall thing, because right now mobile stroke unit is like, it's is is initial progress phase. And, and we mentioned that, uh, that mobile stroke unit can actually help in triaging the patients itself. So it actually depends upon patient characteristics as well. So let's say if we send a mobile stroke unit uh, to a far-flung area and we found that the patient has a massive stroke, so actually this mobile stroke unit, the CT scan that we actually perform within the mobile stroke unit, it can help us identify, okay, so this patient needs more comprehensive care um, as compared to this patient who needs, or he will be okay in the emergency, like an ordinary emergency medical services. So as per, I know that this is now, it's progressing and like a lot of funding is being, I mean, they're allocating a lot of funding for mobile stroke units. But if we look for an overall, overall um, 
influence of these mobile stroke units, the most important thing would come in terms of triaging all these patients. So, yeah, so those patients who have more disabling symptoms, they can be actually after giving initial management, they can be they they can be admitted or transferred to more comprehensive stroke center, and those who who are okay, like who can be managed, you know. Uh, easily, they can be transferred to a local or an ordinary emergency medical services. So, it, in the, in the end, it is going to help the overall hospital administration because there are a lot of other patients, who, other than stroke unit, who are coming to emergency services. So, it's going to decrease the load over that particular emergency services, and you know, it's kind of like triaging, which is, I think, which is the most beneficial part being played by 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 stroke units. So yeah, I think it it has a very bright future when we come uh, come to um, what do you call it uh, when when it comes to triaging and when it comes to funding purposes because in the end there is is going to be very cost it's like right now because it's initial initial phases so we are spending a lot of money right but in the end it's going to save us a lot of money but it just you know everything in its initial stage it it it, it needs funding it needs a lot of million billions of funding but. You know, after that, you come back to normal state when everything gets back to normal. You know, when when the mobile stroke unit will become a part of, become become a part of our usual care. So yeah, so then it will be helping us a lot. Right now, yeah, we need funding, but if we look, but for you know, the problem is like for every initial innovation, for every initial thing, you need a lot of invent, you need a lot of funding, but after, but you always have to look like 10 years and 20 years ahead and then you find that okay if i spend this billion amount of dollars right now so it's going to save like so many trillion dollars after 10 years so yeah it's it's kind of the same thing that works with mobile stroke unit like we are funding it like 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 billion trillions but we we think that after 10 or 20 years so it will help us a lot. Like, you know, even now, like right now in Cleveland Clinic, like in United States, if I speak of United States, so in Cleveland Clinic um, and Wales Cornell, they have stroke units, um, sorry, mobile stroke units. So it's actually saving a lot of money for them, you know, because they know like, okay, take this patient here, take this patient there. So they can actually prioritize and triage those patients. I'm not pretty sure about Germany, but, yeah, so I think so. It same goes same goes for them as well. But yes, and as of course in Canada because my mentors are from Canada. So yes, of course in Canada it goes the same thing. I'm really thankful. I'm really grateful to my mentors, Dr. Ishfaq Shuaib. He's a professor of neurology and he's director of stroke program at the University of Alberta. He's a member of Presto uh, for mobile stroke unit and Dr. Mahar. Uh, Dr. Mahar Sakwar, he is Professor of Neurology and Medicine at the University of Toronto. You've been listening to an interview with Dr. Nina Fatima from the Department of Neurosurgery at Massachusetts General Hospital in Boston. We've been talking about mobile stroke units. The International Journal of Stroke is the flagship publication of the World Stroke Organization. Please do consider becoming a member. And if you've enjoyed our podcast series, please write a review that helps others to find us. And until next time, stay safe out there.